like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Welcome to season two. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. Hey, y'all. Seth here. Hey, it's Jess. Hey, it's Jess. <laughs> it's Jess. Like, what's <laughs> up, guys? Dude, we're f- we're fresh off of like a two and a half hour recording session yesterday that went splendidly, in my opinion. Yeah, it went very yeah. smoothly. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. For yeah. having that many people on here, honestly, it went pretty well. Yeah, I agree. There was only a few times you talked over everybody and you were like, this is my fucking show. Yeah, I didn't fucking care. I just rolled right over them. You did? Yeah. And then you start sending people fuck you emojis. Shut the fuck up. I'm talking. Yeah. And then you cried for a little bit, so. Me? Oh, yeah. We ganged up on Josh. He got upset. Yeah. I mean, fuck, (laughs) there was 15 people talking negatively about me. I'm a very sensitive guy, despite what everybody says, honestly. He actually left the room for like five minutes. And, I did. Yeah. I did. I had to go powder my... Had to compose yourself. I did. Go compose yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that definitely happened. I'm not going to lie. Um, Jess, are you as hungover as Seth is? No. Not at all? No. You didn't drink at all yesterday? I did, but not oh. to the point that I like felt like shit this morning, yeah. which is, that's that's usually you guys' thing. <laughs> That's, that's true. <laughs> that's just like you guys' thing. I feel like at a certain point in the evening, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm already there. How much worse am I going to feel? I feel like with yeah. every beer, I'm like, eh, it's really not going to add that much of an impact to my shitty feeling in the morning. Because once you're at that one spot, you know you're going to feel bad. Oh, yeah. Either way. So, so you it's might like, well just, why? Why rain it in? Yeah, might as well just party on. Yeah. <laughs> Jess takes a more conservative approach. She's like, I'm yeah. going to drink these seltzers. I'm going to add in um, a vitamin water and a body armor in between each one. Then she does like a jog. Remember the cabin? She did like a jog around the cabin after oh, yeah. every seltzer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fucking right. Like anybody who leaves, I get up and jog in the morning. <laughs> hey, maybe. I don't know. I sometimes <laughs> do. I've went on a run hungover and people say, oh yeah, if you feel like shit, just go out on a run. No. No. That does not work. Fuck No. <laughs> no. And puke, throw probably. Up. Yeah. Unless you're like purposely trying to puke. Yeah, I guess for that. No, nah, I'm not doing that shit. What mm-hmm. works is an Arby's roast beef sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that is Seth's choice hangover food. I've gathered yeah. that. Jess's is McGriddles. Yours is Arby's. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, mine is generally used to be, not anymore, but a Pizza Hut pan crust pizza. You know, with like the real buttery, greasy crust that comes yeah. out of your nose pores. That real thick stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You you feel like shit. Eat some of that. It'll cure you right up. All the bread. Oh, Soaks it all up. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I thought you were going to say the breakfast pizza. Fuck. Or the breakfast pizza. That's another one that you eat and it comes out of your face the rest of the day. Dude, that pizza. shit is like amazing. I'm telling you, you were the one that deemed it life changing. It was. 
Mm-hmm. It changed my life. It set me on a different path. <laughs> Good or bad, <laughs> we don't know. Made a lot of decisions <laughs> in your life for you. The breakfast pizza. Damn breakfast pizza. Oh, man. I got a big jug of water here. <sighs> we were up to like two playing cards last night, and then... Um, our kids do not have the ability to sleep in anymore, so I was right back up at like eight. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Isn't that terrible. Was it terrible or is it terrible? What do you? I said, isn't it terrible? It sucks that they have to wake up so early. I'm like, why do you never want to sleep in just a little? And it doesn't matter what time they go to bed; they still wake up at the same time. Yep. Then they're crabby all day. I'm like, I didn't tell you to stay up so late. Like I tried to get you to go to sleep, and you wouldn't. Yeah. Don't take it out on me. But then they do what you're there for mm-hmm. they don't so, even pay bills or anything like that like no they cause dang. bills they don't not only do they not pay the bills they cause the bills like just, they don't even pay bills or anything <laughs> telling you man these kids there's rule in the world rule in the world so what did you get into last night we we're just hanging out that's it yeah we're we're um <laughs> wow planning my murder mystery my murder mystery party we were starting that should lead with that next time let's try again so what did you get into last night we're planning my murder mystery party (laughs) see how much more exciting that content was but then we just hung out after that drank and talked wine i had wine too much did you mix a lot of stuff or just a little bit of wine what do you mean did you like mix whiskey and wine whiskey for a while then i switched to wine oh that probably didn't help either it usually doesn't bother me i don't know if it was the type of wine it was or what but was it cheap i don't have no idea yeah probably cheap wine so it was in a bottle person. at least. At least it didn't come out of a box. I don't feel, I, honestly, I feel like the box bag probably keeps it fresher longer. So. It might. Yeah, for sure. It's more economical. <laughs> yeah. So you got the whole murder mystery party planned out. It's ready to go. No, just part of it. Just part of it. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of planning involved. Really? Yeah. Why don't you just pay somebody to do it? No. Okay. I already have my outfit picked out for it. Ooh. Do you? <laughs> what are you going to wear? Yeah, I sent it to Seth. It's like a black dress. Oh, that's actually what you're going to wear? <laughs> what, is it like... Yep. Is it funny? No, or? it's just I didn't think she'd go that all out. Aren't you I'm supposed... Gonna, aren't you supposed to? Yeah, it's a I'm 20s thing. I'm going to close to it at least. It'll be a 20s thing. I'm not going to like make people like... Oh, it's a 20... 1920s? Mm-hmm. So I need to wear like a... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's real witchy That would looking. be awesome if you wore that. Yeah, I just have to find the puffy like arm sleeves. It looks like it's like faux fur or something. Ah, I'm gonna go all out too then. And then you need like a fake cigarette with a cigarette holder. Oh yes, <laughs> you could be Cruella. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much the vibe she gives off. Yeah. So are you? Um, are you gonna pick who the killer is, or are we all gonna know? Like, is the killer gonna know they're the killer? The killer will know, but nobody else will. And there's like different characters. There's like a lawyer, a banker, you know, it's so all this stuff. So do you get your character before you get there? We haven't figured that out yet. I feel like we're you should so probably, that we know how to dress. But we're still deciding that. Interesting. But then there'll be something you'll draw when you get there to say who's like the killer and yeah. who's the victim. And Why am I not in these planning processes with as good of a partier as I am? I feel like I should be an integral part of the planning process. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you could be. Look at all these great ideas I just came up with right off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is horse shit. He just wants to know who the killer is so he can win. Exactly. I just have this this feeling that it's going to be me. I know it's going to be. I just feel it in my bones. So it's is it random then? Yeah, it'll be random. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I don't want to know who it is either. I want to help guess. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What if it's you? Then it could be me. You wouldn't be a good killer, I don't feel like. It should be Jessarai that's the killer. 
Okay. Okay. Maybe you'll be the victim <laughs> and you'll have to scream and pretend like you get killed. Oh, man, that would suck. Ah! <laughs> I don't want to be that person. Then I'm not going to have anything to do the whole night except for sit around and drink. You could be a ghost. Do I have to lay on the floor if I'm dead? <laughs> Only like for when you first die. But you uh, might just have that person yeah. come in as another character or something. Yeah, I, I would need a secondary character because yeah. I don't want to be bored all night. You won't I have be. too much charisma to be laying on the floor all night pretending to be dead. <laughs> oh my god! Too much charisma. Like every time Jess or somebody walks by, I'm like, can you can you slip me a drink in my mouth? I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. I want to get like those fake blood packets too, so like whoever gets killed like has some kind of oh, blood. Fifty. Yeah. I don't want that. I'm going to dress up though, and Jess has this. F- Thousands of dollars dress she's going to be purchasing. Well, you can squirt it on your face like yeah. they blew your face off or something. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, you had me squirt it on my face. Exciting. What did you get into last night, Jess? I just hung out and drank a little and played some Beat Saber. Oh geez, what is that? The game with the the lightsaber stick things? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. The dancing game. I was. You, you played it, didn't you? I think I was heavily intoxicated when I played it. Yeah, he sucked at it. What did I? <laughs> I don't think I wanted to do it. You guys made me do it. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of peer pressure involved, I feel. Yeah, because I think I was pretty heavily intoxicated. It was a long night of drinking that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I suck at it, too, so. Well, you don't, you're not good at most things. It's like, oh, that's thanks. Oh. Your... <laughs> <laughs> that's your thing. Jeez. Like, everybody's a thing, you know? Don't that is upset. not my thing. That you're just not naturally good at stuff. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. And you're supposed to be my friend. You've done nothing. <laughs> Dude, since he's gotten here, he has oh, done here nothing but complain about the movie. I said like two things about it. They were rude and condescending and oh unnecessary. I just said it was a garbage movie. You That's all apo- I said. <laughs> well, until you apologize, I'm going to have a chip on my shoulder. Okay. We'll have that chip. I just said it was a giant piece of shit, okay? That's all. <laughs> I wasted an hour and 40 minutes of See, my Jess day. See, Jess agrees. She does not. I guarantee you she does not agree with that. That was strike one. It was over an hour and a half. <sighs> When's the last time, honestly, that somebody punched you in the head? Never. Okay. <laughs> I guess you could take the camera with you. Ew, please yeah, don't. <laughs> please don't. Anyway, Seth, what have you been up to? Uh, I haven't really watched much since we last recorded. The only thing I've been watching is that Hardy Boys series. How many episodes of this are there? Like 13. But there are, I think they're an hour. Interesting. Each, so it's just like a you know mystery type fun show like that. That's and really that's it. it. That's yeah. all you've been doing. As far as watching stuff, yeah. Was it... Uh, it's on Hulu, correct? Mm-hmm. Huluween. Huluween time. I'm telling you, man. I'm eventually going to dive into all these shows I've got on this list at some point. When's that going to happen? Not till January, but I feel oh. like from January to April, I'm, I'm going to be doing nothing but watching oh, series. Oh, the movie thing will be over. Honestly, I can't wait. Don't ever involve yourself with one of these. Do you guys want to be in next year's competition with us? No. Are you interested, Jess? Yeah. We're doing books, though. It's not movies. It's books next year. I can do it. Okay. Is there like a winner? Like, do you get something? Yeah. I mean, like uh, bragging rights. That's it. Um, I think we're by whoever wins <laughs> all the losers have to buy them a case of beer. Well, I guess that's something. But I don't know how these Canadians are going to ship beer down here to me. I guess they're probably just going to have to PayPal me the money and then I'll have to go buy it. Send you is- some Belgian moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was so funny. We were so making fun of him. Like, it's not a beer. And then it was. And then it was. Dude, can I just go out on a limb here? And you guys can disagree with me if you'd like. You typically do anyway. Um, the recording 
will be out before this one, but it's only for patrons. So if you're not a patron, I get to hear it anyway. Mm. Anyway, would, can, would you guys agree that Felicia takes the trophy for most entertaining yesterday? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she's getting a little tipsy, tipsy towards the end of it, though. Do you think? <laughs> it was pretty, yeah, you could kind of tell. Oh, dude, I had a fucking blast. She's that was fun. Hilarious. What'd she say? I love pagans. And yeah. Like piece. <laughs> I love pagans. We need to like, make that on a shirt instead of tour. I wish we could have screen captured her little block there because mm-hmm. we could have put it on the shirt. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Fucking so funny. Fucking blast, dude. Uh, Jess, what have you been up to? Um, I haven't watched a whole lot, but I did finally watch Lock and Key. Yes. Watched the whole season like in two days. <laughs> what is that? It came um, out a couple years ago, didn't it? it yeah. It's it was Stephen King's son, right? That wrote it. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, yeah. it's really good. I liked it. Is it for kids? Mm-mm. Oh, why am I thinking it was for no. kids? There's kid. The kid from It is in it that plays Georgie. He's like the youngest sibling. Hmm. I mean, there's kids in the um, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's all these like different keys in this house, and they like um, unlock like different. Well, like one, you can like change faces with somebody. Like another one, you can like be invisible. Like I don't know. There's actually there's a shit ton of keys. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Is it an but, interactive show? Like where you pick what happens? No, no, no. Just a series. Oh, okay. Like kind of scary. Ooh, spooky. It's on Netflix though. It's really good. They're supposed Seth to be. Told me a long time ago that I should watch it, and I just finally watched yeah. it. I'm gonna check it out. Like I said, I've got a whole fucking list of. And there's supposed to be another season, right? Coming yeah, out. Yeah, there's I a second season coming out. So. Oh, beautiful. Anything else? Yeah. That was it for me and uh, Lords of Salem. <laughs> I bet you were excited. I am. I'm hoping you pull through <laughs> for me because Seth is, like I said, just been talking mad shit. Um, <laughs> all right, what have I been up to, dude? So again, I'm in this movie challenge. I watched all three of the John Wick movies. I thought I had seen them all, but apparently I'd only seen the first one. Have you watched the John Wick movies? Mm-mm. Jess, I have seen them. There's is there two? There's three. Oh, I've seen one. I've seen the first one. Okay. But. Like the first one is like good. It's like an action movie. A little unbelievable. Then they get to two and you're like, this shit is batshit crazy. The stuff that happens. Then when it goes to three, it's like, holy cow. Like there's a horse. I don't want to give too much away, but he kills a guy with a horse. Oh, <laughs> what? Dude, I'm telling you. And there's like a knife throwing like fight where they're like, not like doing karate or anything. They're just like throwing knives at each other and they look like shish kebabs at the end with all these knives. Dude, it's fucking like a push pen of knives. So it's like over the top. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves is John Wick. Yeah. And you know what the premise is about? Mm -mm. His wife. So he was an assassin and his wife, I think gets cancer and dies and he's, but he's since retired from the business. And, uh, when his wife's dying, she has this dog sent to him after she dies. So it's just him and this puppy. Oh. And these people follow him back to his house because they want to steal his car. And they kill the dog. Mm-hmm. So then he goes back into assassin mode and he goes after these people in the first one. And then it just continues from there. Ah, but, okay. That might be something to watch. It's Dude, it's, you, it, there's <laughs> not a lot of... Um, of uh, I don't context is what that's not the right word. No, just um, a lot of fighting scenes. Yeah, yeah. You can't think too much about it. Oh, or you're, okay. you're just gonna be like over the. This is way over. The, it's like, what is the word I'm fucking think trying to think of? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I'm a dumb hillbilly. I'm sorry. Um. Also, watch Hubie Halloween. I am one of the few people that actually love Hubie Halloween. I mm-hmm. understand it's stupid. You don't. Like- <laughs> I don't even know if I finished it when I watched it. 
Oh. And I need to give it a second watch yeah. because I don't think I finished it the first time either. But I I remember thinking it was like it was good. I didn't I like don't remember it. Why I didn't finish it? I didn't like it because everyone was so mean to him, which got on my nerves. Yeah, like the whole fucking t- it was like really, mm-hmm. it was just well, annoying to me. Yeah, I mean they're really really mean to yeah. him. Yeah, but it's that kind of plays into the whole. It's hard to like listen to him talk that way through the whole movie too. But he's Adam Sandler. So he I talks. know, but it's like. Uh, yeah <laughs> i probably won't give it a second chance <laughs> i like it a lot mark and brooke are making fun of me but i'm like ah what are you gonna do it's adam sandler i love adam sandler um yes you should give it a second watch did you finish it or did you also turn it off i also turned it off oh. i think i was watching it with seth oh <laughs> uh, okay well, i mean it's did we watch it together I'm pretty sure Maybe. now that I'm thinking about it. It's just a fun movie. It's Adam Sandler. I'm pretty sure Jess got up and like slammed the TV button off. She's like, this is the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen. Did you like The Water Boy? Oh God, I haven't seen that in so long. I did at the time. I wonder if it's... But I was probably like 18. That's what I will that. But I mean like this, the changing of the times because obviously that, not that it was acceptable back then, but uh, you were like, like you just said, you got so mad because they were being so mean to him. Yeah. But that's part of the funniness of the movie. I guess. I don't know. Okay. That gets on my nerves when people are like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't like people like that either, but the f- I don't know. I just have a soft spot in my heart for Adam Sandler. Well, I like most of his movies. I just didn't care for that one. You know, I did I- actually watch The Wedding Singer the other day. Oh, dude, so good. One of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. He's hilarious. When he sings at the, uh, rehear- or not the rehearsals, but like the tryouts, he's like, I've been working <laughs> on a song. She's like, well, let me hear it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, and then Charlotte and I watched School of Rock, which is... Do you not like that movie either? That movie's good. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it doesn't seem like your kind of movie. I don't know. Classic Jack Black. So good. So good. Charlotte loved it, too. She was, like, up dancing at the end when they'd have their concert. She, like, went and got her acoustic guitar. And she comes Aww. out. But she's, like, not singing to the... like. The, so she's doing, like, her own concert while the concert's <laughs> on. So it's, like, a movie within a movie. That's funny. That's awesome. I was like, kid, come on. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's jump into truth, though, Dare. I'll read the first question. I will answer it. Seth will go to the second one, and then Jess will read the third. We'll rotate in a clockwise rotation because Jess loves clockwise rotations. If you were given a free vacation with no expenses anywhere in the world, where would you go? My answer is going to be super boring. I would want to be secluded in the mountains with Yetis full of ice-cold beer and vodka. That's my ideal vacation. Away from people. Yeah. I don't want to be around people. I'm on vacation. I don't want to talk to people. To nowhere specific, though. Just somewhere Just in the mountains. mountains. I love the Smoky Mountains. I've never been out west. I don't know that I want to go out west. Or have you been to the mountains out west? Mm-hmm. Is it the same as the Smokies, basically? That's different. It is different. Yeah. Is it worth going to, or should I just I go? think so. Yes? I yeah. should try it out. Should we just go see it? And this is free, correct? This, this trip. That's what it says. So maybe I'll go out west to the mountains and um, do the same thing I would do <laughs> on any other vacation. <laughs> Sit in the cabin and drink. It's what I like to do, man. Yeah. Listen to music really loud, not be bothered, mm-hmm. start drinking with my eggs. Not Ooh. drinking eggs, but drinking while I eat my eggs. I'm not going anywhere. Why do I? That's true. Thank you. You just sleep all day like Johnny Depp in Secret Window. See, I don't like to take naps. I would not do that. But I'd probably watch a lot of movies, listen to a lot of music, and drink a lot of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I said Outer Banks, North Carolina. Ooh. Just sit on the beach all day. Hmm. Beach bum. Oh, yeah. I love sitting on the beach. Not a beach guy. I know. I don't know why I hate the beach. 
We've had this conversation. It's just hot. The sand. It's sticky. You get sand in places you should not have sand. I don't want to swim in a fish's toilet. Oh. Okay. Okay. Jess? Um, I said the Netherlands. Oh, like shit. Like where they, for- they filmed uh, Lord of the Rings. Because it's fucking beautiful. It is. Wow. You went real fancy. She's going to go over there and join it's a just- cult. Yeah, I love pagans. I could see you joining a cult for sure, Jess. Why? Uh, I don't know. Just the next time we see her, she's like wearing all white robes. Yeah, she's got her face painted like Sherry Moon in this movie. <laughs> she just wears white linens everywhere. She's like, "Hello, oh my boys. God. Hello." Not likely. Not likely. I, went, I get kicked out of the cult. <laughs> I went to the Netherlands and I'm back. She'll be like, "Have you heard about Jesus, our Lord Savior?" <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, dude. I was watching Dawson's Creek the other day and that happened. Really? Yeah, Joey starts her bed and breakfast and there's a knock at the door and there's two people out there, a man and a woman. She mm-hmm. thinks that they're there to stay at the bed and breakfast because she's not getting any business. And that's, I forget, yeah, that's what she does. Have you heard about God or whatever they have say? Have you heard about yeah. our, Have you accepted our Lord Jesus? Yeah. Something like that. You haven't had know. one come to your door? Uh, I have no, one. They probably don't but. come out here out in the sticks. They're free. We got guns and stuff out here. They're like, nope. That's true. Nope. Yeah. Netherlands, Jess. Netherlands. Huh. How far is that? God, I don't know. Oh, on a flight? <laughs> like eight hours or so. Uh, uh, hey, to Eastern, that's your question. You did a great job of answering it. Ready for the next Thank one? Thank you. <laughs> if you were sitting on, on a first class flight, who would you want to sit next to you? I said nobody. What? Well, anybody sitting next to me. Oh, how fucking boring. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> Plus, most of those seats are like little pod things anyway, so it's not like you're right you next to them. You have the opportunity to sit next to anyone in the world on a flight. Yeah, nobody. And you don't have anybody you think would have... Okay. Oh, Seth. No, it's not the same as like if you had dinner with something, you know, because you're sitting on a plane. That's not like an ideal, especially in first class. It's an intimate seat with free drinks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's your... I mean, hey. Yeah, nobody. Okay. That's fair. Um, I said my kid. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys gonna do? Hang out. Okay. We're we're headed. We're hopefully heading somewhere like sweet, like on vacation or something like that. And that's who I'd want with me. Probably go- to the Netherlands is where you guys are probably yeah. headed. No, you're going to New Jersey. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> New Jersey. Fuck that. Have you been to New Jersey? Uh-huh. Is it as bad as everybody says it is? Like, not the is parts it- I were in, though. Is it just it's because not- it's? Good. It's not great. It's not great. She says. Is it because it's so close to New York and everybody compares it to New York? Maybe. It's. I, don't, I just feel like it's totally different. Mm. I mean, it is a garden state. It has a lot of nice like areas outside. I think everyone just thinks of like the city and not like the rest mm-hmm. of the state. Isn't it just across the bay from New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's close, yeah. Interesting. I have, I have no desire to go to either. I've been to Buffalo, New York. It was nice. Yeah, Buffalo's not bad. Yeah, ain't terrible. Yeah. Right on the border there. Mm-hmm. See the Niagara Falls. Ooh, did you go? Abby made... I think I've told this story. Yes, Abby made me go. I was by myself. I was there for work. But uh, I went and looked and left. Yeah, my sister lived in <laughs> Jersey for a little bit. <laughs> and you can't pump your own gas there. Why? They just some law. Some they don't want you law. topping it off? I don't know. Someone has to come out and do it. Really? Yeah. That's a good way just to create think that's, that's on some people's bucket list. And Josh is like, yeah, I just went and looked and then I left. I did. I did. I've been there twice. I've been on the Buffalo side and on the Canada side. And uh, my hotel was right on the falls. Like you could look out your window and see the falls. Mm -hmm. And our board meeting was like 
in the conference room on top of the fall not on top of the falls yeah. but it's like way up so it looks like you're over top of the falls didn't do anything for me wow just don't <laughs> like nature i guess i just, I just it's what dude i grew up like uh, eh. it just looks like a bunch of water okay like it's no different than going to george rogers and when it after it piss pours rain and you got the big waterfall like great okay that is not a big waterfall <laughs> <laughs> it's like two feet Okay, how about it's like the one? a fucking creek fall. <laughs> it's a creek fall. It's like a trickle. <laughs> Let's go get underneath that there creek fall. What about the one in Yellow Springs then? That one gets kind of big when it rains real hard. Okay. I just, I still don't know if those could really be compared to Niagara Falls. Yeah, it's like really not in the same class. <laughs> it's not the same class, but it's the same fucking thing. It's like you see a Corvette. Yeah. I compare it to cars. I could see a, um, a Hot Wheel Corvette or I could see a real Corvette. I don't give a shit about either of them. Yeah. Okay. Waterfall. Yeah. Niagara Falls. <laughs> so who are you going to sit next to on this airplane? Yeah, sorry. Thanks for thanks It could for be some kind of like uh, a like philosophical you... answer. Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Nosferatu. He would blow up, though, because it's daytime, right? So, or maybe it could be nighttime. It didn't really specify. No, I had two. I had two. Well, since course, need, you, since you two. didn't have any fucking buddy, and Jess is going to be changing fucking diapers... I want to be three rows ahead of you guys, boring, by yourself, changing diapers. I had two. I said Dave Grohl would be the first one. Of course. Because I think the guy would be awesome to talk to. I think he's he would be a good conversationalist. I think we'd have a really good time. Fine. And I just think he's a genuinely good dude. I think he, would, he wouldn't be one of the guys that would be... Because I initially said Eric Church. And I'm like, I don't think he would talk to me. Probably not. No, but I think Dave Grohl would like talk to you. He probably wouldn't either. No, I think he would. Jess, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I think he's pretty, like, humble, dude. Yeah, I think he would probably have a, a lot of good conversation. Then he'd regret it till you, when you opened your mouth. He'd be like, oh, fuck. No, I don't, I'm don't. i a pretty good conversationalist <laughs> as well. I think he and I would have a really good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one I said is if I was going more like the party route, because if I'm in first class, I'm going to gonna want to take advantage of the drinks, right? I said Burt Kreischer, because we would have a fucking blast. You can't get, like, obnoxious drunk on this plane why do you think i'm gonna get obnoxiously drunk and when i'm in the air what are they gonna do they throw me out of it they just would not give you anymore and they like, put you like on the no fly list or whatever they could i don't care i just cut you off so i'd you... happily be put on the no fly list just cut you off <laughs> no i wouldn't get obnoxious we would just have a really good time mm-hmm. all right well, whatever to, to follow that up yeah if you were a drink <laughs> what would it be um i said vodka lemonade Ooh, why? Because because vodka is like my choice alcoholic drink, and I fucking love lemonade. I probably drink that more than anything. So that's mm-hmm. a nod. Now, would it be country time lemonade or like homemade lemonade? I'm gonna say homemade because country time is just like a fucking bag of sugar. Mm. That's gonna be great value. So you want to be fresh squeezed? Freshly squeezed. All right. <laughs> I could go for a fresh squeeze. <laughs> Keep your fucking hands to yourself, Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like the lemon shakeups at the fair? Yeah, I used to get those. Dude, so fucking good. But I used to They're make really them. They're really good. I worked at the fair one year. And we made those, dude, all sugar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But so good. Yeah. Very little I mean, lemon. you see them make it, and they're just like... <laughs> Sugar. Yeah. Oh, I know. It. You just take like half a lemon and you gr- grind it over top of that thing and it gets all the shit out mm-hmm. of it. And then it's the rest of it's water from a fucking hose and sugar. sugar. Yeah. Yum. I do like some hose water. I bet you do. <laughs> you look like the type of gal that would drink directly from the hose. 
directly from the hose most of my life. We're just like, gonna see her pull a hose over while we're starting. <laughs> it's like getting all over her face. Yeah. I got a spigot in my office. Hell yes. <laughs> um, my my um, liquor of choice is also vodka, so I, I would probably be a vodka Red Bull with a little lime wedge in it because I'm very hyper. So, you know, you get the caffeine from the vodka mm-hmm. or the Red Bull to get, really get you going. And then um, I'm just a plain, plain old vodka guy, so vodka Red Bull with a lime. With a lime. Sugar-free Red Bull, preferably. Okay. Yes. I said whiskey, of course. Yeah. Because I'm a good time. Ha. <laughs> That's what you said? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. I could see whiskey because it takes a while. How long did they stay in the barrels for? A long time. A long time. So it's old like yeah, you. Yeah, old like me. Um, It's kind of an acquired taste, right? Because mm-hmm. if it's the first time you drink whiskey, it burns. It hurts. It's mm-hmm. like, whoo. Or any liquor, really. Eh, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I feel like whiskey is the most. It's mm-hmm. the most. It's the most punch right yeah not that you're a good puncher i'm just saying it's old it's an acquired taste and you don't really like it right out of the gate that does sum you up wow thank you you're welcome and also like a cheap whiskey because that's like all you drink right <laughs> oh yeah it'd have to be a cheap one you're like uh <laughs> not about kirkland's? that fancy crap <laughs> kirkland's whiskey no that LTD you're like an stuff off-brand I whiskey uh, yes. i don't think you'd be ltd and you definitely would not be a canadian whiskey why not you'd be mo- like moe's bathtub whiskey what is that? <laughs> I just made it up, oh. but Moe's making it in his bathtub. <laughs> or benchmark number eight. Fuck, that shit's good, man. You know Buffalo Trace is the one who distills that. Really? They are. <laughs> they are, they are. Jess, uh, Kirkland's Vodka, what's going on here? They, they've they been out of stock for months. I mean, I've been asking for like a year. I don't know what's going on at this point. Definitely not been asking for a year. Okay, well. Lies. And deception, yes. Okay, fine. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> All right, whatever. That wraps up Truth No Dare. Let's jump in to get lit and talk shit scary movie discussion. Our movie, HMC 64, my pick is Lords of Salem, a Rob Zombie film from 2012. I got mixed dates, though, because some stuff said 13, some stuff said 12. What did yours say? 12, I think, is what I saw. We're going to run with it. Um, Why did I pick this movie? Because, obviously, anytime I get the opportunity to talk about a Rob Zombie movie, I take it. We did... Witchtober, fuck dude, I almost did it again. Witchtober for October. Uh, that's our Halloween theme, so I went with it, and that's why I picked it. Okay. Not to mention, I think this movie's drastically underrated. Hmm. I know, you're ready to rip it into shreds. No, just, I've never seen it until now. You can't, the first time you're never, I didn't like it the first time I watched it either, so I could see no. why you didn't like it, but this is like my fifth time watching it, and every time I watch it, I like it more. Yeah. You just pick up on little tidbits. Well, maybe that's what it is. Hmm. Could be. Um, this was your first watch? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. One word to describe the movie. What did I say when I got? Here? I'm not going to tell you. I want you to garbage know. movie. That's two words. And I thought it was boring. Boring. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Jess, have you seen this movie before? Yes, I have. It's been a while, but um, I honestly forgot a lot of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> there were a lot of parts I was like, I don't fucking remember this. I don't remember that. Did you remember the storyline? Uh, like loosely. Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't remember like how she was brought into all of it. But yeah. The first time I watched it, I was in the same boat. I was like, I didn't really like the movie. I was like, because I was expecting uh, his other stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. at that point, I think he'd done everything up to Halloween or Hall- Halloween 2 for sure. Yeah. So I was like, this is drastically different than his other stuff. But uh, like I said, the more I watched it, the more I liked it. The first time I didn't really catch the whole storyline or premise or how it all connected, like Jess said. But um, 
Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it. Our characters, Heidi, played by none other than Sherry Moon Zombie. Does it bother you that he puts his wife in most of his movies? Mm-mm. Okay. What but about... Go ahead. Do not think she's very good in this movie. Really? No. Like, at first, I'm like, is her acting just really terrible? But I think a lot of it's the writing, too. Could be. The, everything I have read is, is that this up to that point, they think this is the best acting she's done. Ugh, I didn't think so. It's interesting. What, what about you, I, Jess? I, I had the same exact note. Oh, really? Yeah, I said that I basically I like her and all the other movies, but in this one, like I, I don't, I don't know. It's like I can't take her seriously mm. because of the other stuff she'd done. I don't know if it's that or if it's I, it's just the acting in this, or maybe like Seth said, maybe it's the writing. But hmm. like, cause she's not bad in the other know. stuff, so I don't know if it's just the way it was written or I don't know what it is. Hmm. So it's not you comparing it to the other stuff she'd done. It's just you just don't think she was good in the movie. Right. Yeah. Interesting. That's fair. Uh, I'm sure we'll get further into that when we get into the discussion. Uh, Whitey, Jeff Daniel Phillips. He's also in a slew of other Rob Zombie movies. Uh, Francis is Bruce Davison. Margaret Morgan is Meg Foster. Do you guys recognize her from anything? She looked familiar. I didn't. I wasn't sure who she was. No, the only other one that I recognized was Sunny, which was the the mom in ET. <laughs> yes, uh, Meg Foster is in Pretty Little Liars. Oh, <laughs> okay, now I see it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and a bunch of other horror movies. She's got got that weird, like that mm-hmm. creepy face. <laughs> she does have a creepy face, doesn't she? Yeah. Who <laughs> was she in that? She's the older. Is she hiding? Um. What's the, what's the the uh, Allison? Allison, I think she's the one that hit her. Right? Is hiding yeah. her because isn't yeah. she like okay. at a at a sorority house or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Seth, <laughs> yeah, you did a great job. And uh, Lacey is played by Judy Geeson, director Rob Zombie. The budget for this was one point five million dollars, and at the box office, it made one point five million dollars. <laughs> so it. Uh, I guess made its money back. I would have to imagine this probably did better on um, home streaming and home uh, Blu-rays and whatnot. But um, this was supposed to be Rob Zombie's low-budget, non-big production movie, which you can kind of see it with the budget's only one point five million. Mm-hmm. But and I think you can kind of tell, which I'm sure again, I'm sure we'll get into later. Uh, certain scenes and things where they. I don't want to say they ran out of money, but I think that they didn't have the ability to do what they wanted to do uh, because of the way they went into this. But nonetheless, Jess, do you want to read the synopsis? Heidi, a radio DJ, is sent a box containing a record, a gift from the Lords. The sounds within the grooves trigger flashbacks of her town's violent past. Is Heidi going mad or are the Lords back to take revenge on Salem, Massachusetts? You did a great job. Scene one, opening scene. Heidi rides in a car as we see Jonathan Hawthorne writing about Margaret Morgan and her coven of six. He pledges to rid the world of anyone who pledges their life to the demon Satan. Cut to Margaret and her witches pledging to Satan around a fire and screaming as they are naked. The Lords of Salem flash over the screen, followed by Monday. Heidi wakes up naked in bed, wandering her apartment, later seeing someone odd go into apartment number five. Downstairs, she talks to the apartment owners, Lacey, about finally renting dreaded number five, but is told no one lives there. 
But Lacey said she'd check it out. Heidi takes her dog for a walk. Lacey checks out apartment number five, finding nothing. Cut to an ad for WIQZ Salem Rocks, the radio station that Heidi, Whitey, and Herman work for. Whitey and Heidi make fun of an artist they have in-house who is a devil worshiper, and we see their nightly routine of playing music, drinking, and dancing around the studio. <sighs> okay, so let's go to this first scene. I'm sure you got a lot to say about it, Seth, with the naked dancing witches. How bad do you think they smell? I was waiting <laughs> on it. I was waiting on it. <laughs> oh, they're gross. I don't think they probably stink. They have their teeth. Ugh. The first note I have is I love that Rob Zombie does not make people's teeth look perfect like in most movies. Oh. I said their teeth are nasty. You'd think they'd find something to clean them with, like a leaf or something. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! <laughs> okay, so your first scene in this movie—that's what you get. What's yeah. your What's your thoughts? Walk me through it. That it was well, first. I was like, "What the fuck is going on in this scene?" Yes, they were all gross women. Well, they're old timey witches. They're from yeah. the what eighteen? What is eighteen seventy? Eighteen sixties? I guess they were dirty. They're supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. And then there's this fucking goat. I'm like, what is this thing about? That's very common in Satan worshiping. Yeah. Is this where we see the birth scene, or is that later? This is, yeah, right here, yeah. yeah. The birth it's gross, scene. and then she's like spitting in the baby's face. I'm like, and I hate seeing people spit. It's gross. <laughs> it's bothered you. So I even made it more gross, and then... And was the baby fucked up, or was it just a baby? It's a supposed to be a baby, but it, they are... It's supposed to be the second coming. They're supposed to give them the the child of Satan, which it's not. She oh, says okay. it's just a mere mortal. Okay. That's when they start spitting, because she tastes it. Mm. And that's when she's <laughs> really... <laughs> Yeah, that's but, gross. That's a gross scene. It's I think it's terrifying. Yeah. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. Jess, what are your thoughts on it? I couldn't tell if the their bodies were like if that was like prosthetics or if it was real because they were so like wrinkly and like Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The one lady's almost looked like she was wearing like a bodysuit. Like I couldn't tell if it was real. <laughs> yeah, cuz I even had a note I said is she is she like burned all over her body like she looked Yeah. I think, I think they're just dirty but maybe okay. they are burnt they didn't use any cgi in this whole movie it's all practical effects so yeah. if maybe it was a bodysuit may have just been a very uh, unattractive woman <laughs> yeah a lot of drooping going on it like you said makes me feel like texas chainsaw massacre dirty watching a lot of parts in this movie i agree with that and it's like do you think stuff like this actually happened Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So you think it's realistic for that time that probably yeah people did a lot of weird definitely. pagan shit. Pagans love. <laughs> I love pagans. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I just think it's realistic, and the fact that I would imagine a lot of this stuff actually did happen. Like the guys writing, and then you see that they they kill the women. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, probably because they killed the baby, I would imagine. But we find out more about yeah. why they kill him later. Um, do you think there's a correlation of between the witches being naked and dancing around, and then as soon as we cut to Heidi, she's naked in bed? Yeah, I mean, because I was wondering why she was. She's naked a couple times. Almost we see her. Yes, because like later she's laying on a couch or something, and like her ass is hanging out. And I'm like, yes. why is her fucking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, my theory is if you watch it, I think it's supposed to be because in my mind, she's dreaming that up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times in the movie, there's things in her dreams that are directly related to things that are around her. Mm-hmm. 
like if you like pictures on the wall or things statues she has in her apartment that kind of get conjured back up in those dreams or nightmares that yeah. she, but they're like in a different form yeah like the priest mm-hmm. with the forced bj and yes. yeah oh my god <laughs> but i thought that was really happening but we'll talk about that when we get yeah to that. so that's why i think that her being naked had something but nonetheless um let me see what else did i want to say about this scene um i like how he always has really good music in his movies, which is something I had brought up with. I meant to bring up yesterday. Actually, I had a note and didn't get to it, but Abby and I watched a new Netflix horror movie called there's someone in your house. Have you guys seen that? Uh-uh. And for the score, they use those like, it's almost like they took a version of stranger things and changed it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like music. So it's, it's like synthy. It's synthy, but real atmospheric. Hmm. Whereas I like how Rob Zombie just puts fucking rock and roll music or like orchestra music right in his fucking mm-hmm. like I mm-hmm. do you guys like that or is it over the top? No, I love that. Yeah. No, I like it. You do like yeah. it. You wouldn't rather just have like a fucking keyboard score. No. I mean it kind of depends on the movie too. I feel like that would be weird in this. Yeah. Or any of his movies, really, I guess. Yeah. But I think we went to like an era where like in the nineties that was like the thing. You put fucking like popular music in mm-hmm. your or not necessarily popular music, but music everybody knows versus now where mm-hmm. it seems more Maybe it's cheaper just to do the Ah I don't know if they have to pay for the rights to do that. I don't know. Oh, I didn't I, even think about yeah. that. Yeah, because you could have some bozo like me making music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh anything else you guys want to talk about the opening scene before we jump into the storyline mm-hmm. are we talking about the radio station and all that uh we can if you'd like or we can just uh, i think it's in the next one as well well i just said it looks like a fun place to work that could be like our podcast studio someday i have that no i said these <laughs> yeah. three remind me of us because they're like busting each other's balls mm-hmm. dancing around drinking having like a that good would be time fun if we could do that as our job <laughs> could you imagine if we got to do this full-time just as our jobs be great be a blast we'd be alcoholics and we'd but probably yeah, end up fucking other. dying yeah. somehow uh all right. Scene two, Heidi gets a gift. Before leaving work, uh, Heidi's given a gift from the front desk uh, worker, a box from a band called The Lords. Uh, she decides to take it home. Heidi and Whitey walk home to walk off the tequila as we see uh, shots of the neighborhood. Back at Heidi's, they listen to Velvet Underground and dance around the apartment. The two wind down as Whitey pulls out The Lords of Salem vinyl that Heidi was given at the studio. The music begins, which sounds like a movie soundtrack or blaring synth growing progressively louder. Margaret begins to chant in the background of the record and Heidi's head begins to hurt as she has visions of Margaret's coven delivering a baby. Finding that it's just a mortal baby and not evil. It's kind of what we were talking about earlier, Seth. Whitey notices Heidi acting very weird. He's offended that she tells him he can crash but has to sleep on the couch. The next morning, we see Margaret in Heidi's apartment as Heidi walks by. Margaret's like in the shadows of the apartment. Uh, She attends an addicts meeting and then goes back to work interviewing Francis Matthias, an author. His book is about the Salem witch trials. Only 25 witches were actually burned or killed in the um, witch trials. Witchcraft is nothing but a psychotic uh, belief brought on by a delusional state of mind. That's the author's thoughts in his book. Heidi plays the Lords of Salem album as we see listeners, all females, begin to in- be entranced by the music and Francis watches as Heidi acts odd while while the music's playing. Later, Francis questions where Heidi got the record from and she tells him it was addressed to her, just her and she didn't think that anyone knew her actual name, only her radio name. Um, so let's cut back to when they're leaving the studio and you get all those shots of the 
the city of Salem or the town of Salem. I thought these were all shot really well. It was this dark, spooky, looks dead. Honestly, it just reminded me of like fall. Yeah. You enjoyed the, the yeah. shots? It was creepy. I also like them. I like all the like, I don't know, just how the buildings and everything look. They're like spooky or just older looking. I wonder if the town looks that way. I've never been there, obviously, but I don't know. You never been Mm-mm. in all your travels. You've never been not to Salem. No, I bet it's an old town. I mean, I bet mm-hmm. it is. I don't know. It's the whole movie just reminds me of fall, which I like a lot. <laughs> um, how about when they're dancing around the apartment all fucking entranced and hippie vibes? Yeah, it looks like fun. I, could, I was going to say I could see you doing that. Yeah. So when I when I played music... <laughs> Snort a line of coke and just go dancing. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't think they, they were like fucking losing their shit. But when I played in bands, I was in this one band. There were these two dudes that would put on uh, Bright Eyes. Did you guys listen to Bright Eyes? Yeah, a little bit. Mm-mm. No? What was that guy's name? Connor O'Burst or something? But anyway, they I'd would... have to hear the music. They would put on Bright Eyes and then like... Dan, it was the weirdest shit. I swear to God, I thought it was so something? weird. I I would hope. I don't really know. <laughs> but like after practice, they would like blare it on the car out in their car speakers and like dance around just like that. Really? Yes, oh that's what God. made me think of. Like in the parking lot. Parking lot in a field next to my mom's house. You know, we got that like little mm-hmm. space next to the house. They'd be over there. They do. It was weird. Like me and one of the other guys was like, "What is wrong with these two? Wow. <laughs> Dude, it was odd. They're fucking witches. Yeah. Nonetheless, my point is like the the people do this weird shit, mm-hmm. even though it's fucking crazy to me. Um, the record was creepy. Yes. The music on the record was creepy. I like how it is creepy, but I also like how it like shows flashbacks and you see the witches actually playing it. Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, you see them playing it again. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Because yep. at first, I don't think they tell you what the record is or what they mm-hmm. were using it for. We find out later. And this is where we see the baby get cut out and yes mm-hmm. very violent c-section birth <laughs> jesus <laughs> well it is a rob zombie movie yeah in all honesty there's not that much gore in comparison to his other stuff oh no there's really no. not much at all that's good i didn't want you to get upset yeah. just what do you think of the sound of the lords of salem's music i actually liked it <laughs> oh god mm-hmm. <laughs> i just thought it was like catchy and i was like this is actually like kind of cool sounding like I don't know. It honestly reminds me of like a Rob Zombie song. <laughs> I could see like that. something that would be, he would like make a song out of that. Um, when the music's playing and they show all of these uh, women throughout town who are listening to the radio station, they just like are entranced by it. Like they stop what they're doing. I think one of them drops something and mm-hmm. they just like, are they like swaying with it? That's what yeah. it looked like to me. Like they were totally like fucking... I don't know, like in a different headspace as soon as that came on. So being your first watch at this point in the movie, did you get an understanding that like the music is basically like summoning ancestors of the original Salem people? Yeah, I assume they were all related to the witches. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That was my assumption at the, at this point. <laughs> okay. All right. Scene three, Francis goes home. Francis goes home. His wife's uh, recorded the interview for him. He, even the music, which is what he really wants to listen to, is that song again. He wants to study it because it really upset him, especially the name. He's heard it before. Whitey's jealous of Heidi flirting with Francis at the studio as they all head home in different directions. Lacey stops Heidi, inviting her in to meet with her sisters, who are drinking wine by candlelight. Heidi goes upstairs to feed her dog first. We see a figure of a witch in the shadows and in the hallway, 
there's a light swinging in front of apartment number five. Lacey's friends kill the wine, and we find that one is a self-help guru. Megan is the other one, and she's a palm reader, who begins to read Heidi's hand. Lacey and her friends looking oddly at each other as she does it. Obviously, something's up. Um, then they discuss the difference between fate and destiny. Fate leaves no choice to you. Heidi gets uncomfortable at the conversation and leaves. Lacey scolds Megan, telling her that she's too intense when she does palm readings. Heidi wakes up finding Troy in the hallway, scratching in apartment number five. The door opens, glowing red. Heidi enters the door, shutting it behind her, finding a red glowing cross. Uh, she puts her hands up to feel the warmth from the cross as a creature moves around behind her. We cut to demons by firelight moving toward the screen. The door opens and Heidi slowly ba- walks back down the hallway, hearing the coven chanting in the background. Margaret appears in front of Heidi, chanting, screaming, bleed us, <laughs> breed us, bleed us a king holy cow forcing Heidi to wake up in her room we see another shape in the background um so when what do I want to start wait a jump scare at a couple here okay go ahead you do that and I'll figure out where I want to start this that lady in the kitchen that got me yes when she turns the light on and she's like up on the counter is it Margaret I think so okay that gotcha uh huh did you scream I went ah <laughs> <laughs> and then when they were like having the wine and stuff this is where i made one of the notes about her acting being bad mm. i was like i don't know if she just can't do a serious role or like when they're sitting on the couch like she's just not very good okay because that is the first note i have is that i found the conversation would likely be fairly accurate if somebody didn't believe in that stuff so like She's obviously not buying into what they're telling because oh, yeah. she's a palm reader. And doesn't she tell her like your hand, something in your hand is connected to your brain? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, how would you react in that situation? I don't know. There's a wine. So who knows? <laughs> be they, like, sure. Give me a palm reading. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, do you buy into this stuff? Uh, yeah, I do a little bit. Do you really? Yeah. I think that there's some like legit, to it i don't know how much about like the like levitating like we kind of talked about it when we were doing the craft too but like i don't know i think there are some aspects of it that yeah it's definitely real okay i'm on the other end of it my wife is in the same as you she likes to do this stuff and believes in it um so you probably like that explanation where they said witchcraft was just delusional and Honestly, yeah, that yeah. is spot on with what I think it's a mental health thing, in my opinion. I don't think that there was ever really witches that had superpowers. I think it's, uh, I think it today in 2021, we're a lot more aware of these like different psychosis. Well, if you think about it, like back then, or even further back, they thought like gods made storms. I mean, stuff like that. Right. So obviously, mm-hmm. we know a lot more now. So, right. And we're much more in tune with mental health and the different aspects of it. And yeah. there's different. I don't know. Do you call that a disease? I don't know that it's a disease. It's a nasty word to put with it, I think, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I think so. Like you look at somebody that's schizophrenic, right? And if you Mm -hmm. think about back in the 1860s, they wouldn't know that what schizophrenia was or the Mm -hmm. characteristics of it. Like people thought, you know, a lot of the time they think people are watching them or following Mm -hmm. them or making them do certain things. And kind of spot on with a lot of that stuff that you read about that they were yeah. calling witchcraft or they were possessed, etc. right? Like they likely weren't. It's just something with their mental health that hmm. could be made them think that way. Could be. Just one man's opinion. Could be wrong though, Jess. Maybe people levitate and float around and cast spells. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the spell casting part of it that I 
that's where I kind of draw the line. Gotcha. But I don't know. As far as like healing, that type of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of real. But at this point, I like think these old ladies are witches. You thought they were witches? Yeah. See, because I had a note. Because they're just very weird. Yeah, yeah, I was like, either that's the route they're going, or I also still kind of think, and I think that's one thing Rob Zombie does great about the end of his movies is, with the exception like Halloween and whatnot, but you don't have like a clear-cut answer on everything mm-hmm. most of the time, whether he does it on purpose or not. Is it is this all in her head? Like, is she just con? Like, is she dreaming? Like, because obviously we know she's had some drug issues, she's got some mental stuff going on, but like, is this all just fucking in her head? I feel like I could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Jess? I also said I think it could go either way. Like yeah. at at that point, I don't know. I don't I don't think she like believed in it enough, but obviously there was something within her. Right. How about I know you thought she didn't do well, but I have a note here. I thought that she did really great, Sherry Moon, in the hallway scene when it's just like her basically it's supposed to be a still frame, but it's obviously not. It's her standing there and the camera slowly zooms into her when Margaret's chanting and then like it flips and mm-hmm. you see that you were actually in Margaret's point of view. I thought that scene was pretty cool. That was a jump scare too, that whole bleed us or whatever the hell she said. Bleed us a child. Yeah. <laughs> bleed us. Yeah, it's a jump scare, old lady screaming bleed us. <laughs> You know, I got to say, though, they did keep her wardrobe pretty consistent throughout the entire yeah. movie because she was naked the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> there were so, I had the note, so many naked people in this. Yeah. <laughs> and not attractive naked no. people. Like, not no. the kind you want to see. I didn't get to really see any dicks except those dildo things. Yeah, that was weird. We'll talk, remind me to talk about that because I really still don't understand what the purpose of that was. And um, the beast in the room was creepy. The beast? We just saw, like, the back of it when she was standing at the cross. There was, like, that big, yes. hairy, whatever that was supposed uh, to be yes I it was supposed to be the devil or what that was but i'm not sure there's a lot of demons and there's a lot of qu- things i have questions about <laughs> what they are i had um, a note that it looked like sasquatch yeah i kind of did it did actually. a little bit and then there's like a miniature sasquatch later mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that thing yeah um, God. scene four it's wednesday Heidi slowly walks Troy through a cemetery, ending up in an empty chapter alone with the priest. He tells her that they're never closed. God is always open and ready to listen. He sits down next to her. He gets aggressive and explains there's a war waging in heaven and she must stop whoring herself to the goat offers, forcing her to go down on him. She snaps awake and we see the priest was not actually next to her. Um... He does nudge her and tells her that she fell asleep. Outside the chapel, Heidi sees a demon man walking a dog, moving toward her, uh, spooking her. Did it scare you, Seth? Did you get a little jumpy? No. no I didn't make okay. a note about it. Cut to Francis finding the uh, finding and reading a John Hawthorne book. I think it has his diary in it. And it's about Margaret Morgan, whom they burned to death for witchcraft. Margaret looks around... Uh, yeah, Margaret looks around witching her coven. What the fuck did I just write? <laughs> I got it. We're good. Hang on. Lord. 53 minutes, 48 fix. Okay. Margaret looks around watching her coven burn on stakes as they put a metal mask on her face and she laughs as the flames light up. Francis finds the witches were referred to as the Lords of Salem. Hawthorne's diary has the last remaining notes to which Francis's wife plays an identical note on the keyboard uh so she's able to play on the piano the same music that was on heidi's record uh, the notes are all in at the end of john hawthorne's diary okay so let's go back 
to the aggressive BJ. Yes. So you thought that was all happening as it was at happening. first. Yeah. And I was like, why doesn't she just bite his dick? Yeah. It's a, li- <laughs> it's a little weird. And then the, again, she snaps awake. It's not happening. It's all in her head. Um, I do like the shots of when, cause when she's like out of it or dreaming and she's dreaming about the witches, like those shots look, I don't know how they filmed them, but mm. it seems to me like everything's just lit by firelight. Yeah. yeah. With those, look like that. with those like creepy trees in the background and you still have like shadows. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that for what it was, it was pretty good. The dude coming down the street was creepy with that weird mask on. Yeah. So that's the question I have. That mask, do you think that is the mask they put on Margaret Morgan and then her face melt? Cause it's like melting on top of that, right? It looks like some yeah, things are melting out of the eye okay, holes. I guess I didn't think that, but maybe I didn't catch it till this time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess, when the guy's walking down the middle of the cemetery, walking a dog, and that they had that mask on, did you think it was the same mask they put on Margaret in her dream? It could be. I wasn't thinking that at the time, but I just had a note that it looked like it was paper mache. Yeah, it did look like paper mache. <laughs> it did kind of, didn't it? It was creepy. Because it's like melty. Yeah. But then was that her dog that it was walking or was that a different dog? I didn't even look, honestly. I thought it was her dog. That's what I thought. I thought it was her seeing herself, but with that mask that they put on Margaret. So she was like, again, she again, dreamt that up in the chapel, but I thought it was like her kind of visioning herself as, Oh, see, I didn't even see it that way. And then did it scare you when it popped up right in front of her? Yes. (laughs) Yes. "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) So I think this may be, or maybe we find this out later, but uh, I think we find out later. So let's parking lot that. We're doing a lot of parking lotting this weekend. Scene five, Heidi stumbles in. Heidi stumbles into, um, what the hell, dude? I cannot fucking type today. The radio station. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi stumbles into the radio station. We learn that the Lords of Salem are coming to town for one night and all the tickets are free. Um, Herman puts on the song and blasts it over the airwaves again. Heidi zones out, seeing the coven speaking in tongues and playing the song, making Heidi puke. So this is where we see they're actually playing the instruments to the song that's on the record. Whitey checks on Heidi, who's sitting on the bathroom floor in the studio. Cut to Heidi sitting in her apartment as we see rats walking down the hallway outside of her door. Thursday, we cut to Francis meeting with an author who'd written the book about Hawthorne. Hawthorne was obsessed with Margaret and her coven of six, making the devil's music to possess the souls of the Salem women. He learns the curse of Margaret Morgan is in the final section of the diary and is this complete rambling nonsense. During the execution, while they were burning, while they were being roasted, Margaret put a curse on the female of Salem, the forever deaths of the daughters and their daughters. Hawthorne's bloodline would be the vessel by which the devil's child would inherit the earth. We see Whitey taking care of Heidi at his apartment. She tells him that she's clean. She's not back on drugs. She tells him that the record is fucking with her and she starts to cough up blood when we see Whitey calls for an ambulance. But Heidi sees uh, like the melted face guy again in gowns behind him, touching him, and it looks like it kills him. So he like, falls to the ground, his eyes turn white. Uh, then we see in the next scene that the men are holding Heidi down, cutting her stomach and pulling, Ike said it looks like the worm from Slither. They pull that out of her stomach. Uh, again, she wakes up, starts popping pills in the bathroom where we see that the, uh, the, there's a painting on the wall which vaguely looks like those melted face men all of a sudden, that painting, the eyes start to bleed and the mouth starts to bleed above her bathtub. 
Um, let's cut back to Francis when he goes to meet with the author of the book about John Hawthorne. Did you notice how fucking creeped out he looked when this dude was explaining to him like this whole story? Mm-hmm. He looked pretty yeah. scared. Yeah, he looked real creeped yeah. out. Um, I don't know. I Do I buy it? I, I'd like to get one of these old diaries of these old people that did this shit and read it and see what it was like. Do it. <laughs> can read it live on air no well, if we conjured up somebody well then you'll know that it's real yeah <laughs> what do you guys think about the lords coming to do a one-night show in the town and everybody's it's free to get in but then they play the first so i feel like every time they play that record they're just summoning more people yeah because obviously yeah, I'm like, i was who, confused by that yeah like who's gonna come listen to that song <laughs> right well i don't know jess liked it well jess is a witch she could be. We saw that dress she was going to wear. Do you guys yeah. think that Heidi's destiny was always to work at that radio station so that they could play that record and conjure all these people back? I didn't look that deeply into it. Because they show because the guy pulls her family tree mm-hmm. and it goes all the way down and she is a direct descendant of John Hawthorne. Yeah. And the Margaret Morgan Morgan Margaret Morgan mm-hmm. I think I'm fucking up with Samara Morgan from the <laughs> Ring. Uh, her. They say the curse is obviously they'll possess and kill all, not possess, but they're, essentially they're going to kill the whole bloodline from Salem. But his bloodline would be the one that births the child for Satan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't look that deeply into it. To my mind, am I doing too much digging or do you just think there's just, you know, that much? You I don't know. Or she just happened to be working there and they're like, oh. By happenstance. Yeah. Hmm. That's what you're going we'll with. We'll just huh? send her this record. I don't know. I, don't think, know. I didn't think? think of it like that, but that seems pretty accurate to me. <laughs> okay. It's probably just me because I think Rob Zombie's a genius. Maybe that's what it is, Seth. Could be. I think you're a genius too. Yeah. Here's also where I have the note. Um, have you noticed that everything Heidi dreams or sees is a product of something that's around her or in her environment? Did you mm-hmm. notice mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Jess? Yeah. Okay. Because the rats, you, I don't. I think it's here's where you see the picture of the little girl. She has a painting in her uh, apartment, and it's a little girl, and mm-hmm. she has the rats on a leash. Mm-hmm. Those are real rats, by the way. Did you know that? Oh. Isn't that creepy? Yes. Ugh. Could you imagine? And that was like intestine <laughs> they were pulling out of her. Oh God. I was gonna ask if you like if that picture of the moon with the can in its eye behind her bed is yeah that, like if you guys knew that if you've ever seen that movie i did what movie yeah it's from like 1902 it was like a isn't like one of the first movies it's like one of the first sci-fi movies really yeah, it's like about this rocket going up to the moon no i did not know that yeah it's called a trip to the moon interesting it's that's actually a- kind of creepy if you've ever seen it so that's what the whole montage behind her bed is yeah yeah that like smiling moon with a rocket in it gotcha yeah interesting it's it's a really fucking like kind of creepy weird Mm -hmm. film it's called rocket to the moon yeah a trip a trip to the moon (laughs) i'd imagine you'd be able to find it like on youtube or something is it a short film or yeah i don't think it's very long Mm -hmm. i think it's for it's a french film yeah it's just weird yeah Okay, so obviously we find out later Whitey is not actually dead, which is coming up. But nonetheless, um, so again, this is all, in my opinion, all in her head, right? These doctors, they're mm-hmm. not really doctors. Do you think that, because obviously we see him call the ambulance. Yeah. 
Nobody takes her away, to my knowledge. Not that we see. So this is, again, just all going on in her head. Because she wakes up in her bed, right? Mm-hmm. But how does she get home? Because she's at Whitey's house. And she just wakes up and she's at home. So maybe she did go to the hospital and then they took her home. And I'm then... thinking those... That was actually happening. I think those were medics that were there and took probably took her somewhere. Maybe they just took her home. Hey, you're fine. We're Maybe. But that whole scene of her freaking out where she thinks they're cutting stuff out of her, etc., mm-hmm. is likely inside the ambulance because it's all confined in my opinion mm-hmm. it's all like very confined and they're like i feel like they're trying to hold her down yeah yeah and they do pull something Ugh. out of her that weird worm thingy yeah <laughs> yeah i think jess you said it looks like intestines and it, to me it looked like that slither worm but it was well, it was weird. intestines at first until they got to that worm thing yeah. interesting i was like what are they trying to get out of her <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of is it the cell oh with jennifer lopez were they that like person's laying there and that like devil guy's like winding the intestines out of him? I've never seen it. Ugh. Isn't that that one where she's like in his head? I don't think I've seen that. It's weird. The cell? Yeah. Is it, it is Jennifer it. Lopez, right? I think so. And she goes like in a serial killer's mind to try to like find someone that's missing or something. Yeah. And it's like all this weird creepy shit. I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Scene six. Heidi relapses. We see Heidi score some drugs as the Lords of Salem's music plays in the background and Friday shows across the screen. Heidi practices French, smokes crack, and is visited by Lacey, her friend. Uh, Lacey and her friends. Francis does research on Heidi. He finds that her real name is Adelheid Elizabeth Hawthorne. Pulling her family tree, she's a direct descendant of Reverend Jonathan Hawthorne. Uh, He tries to call her. Megan answers the phone and we see Heidi's in the bed and she tells him not to call back. Cut to the three, pushing Heidi down the hallway toward room number five, asking the father to provide them with the venom, chanting Margaret's words as they get closer. Lacey draws a sign on the floor as the door slowly opens. Orchestra music plays. Uh, They hoist Heidi up, and she walks through the door. Uh, As soon as she walks through the door, it changes into a gold and red lit chapel. Heidi's face is now painted white and black. A large figure stands in front of her, uh, which resembles the worm intestines creature uh, that the melted face men pulled from her earlier in the movie. The tentacles appear from its stomach. Heidi holds onto them. She starts seizing. She slowly emerges from room number five back to the hallway where the three women look extremely excited. They take Heidi back to her room and put her to bed. As she sleeps, a small creature approaches watching her in bed. What are your thoughts on this scene, Seth? Yeah, this was like, what the fuck is happening here? (laughs) Especially with that weird, like, baby person. The intestines creature. Yeah, that looked like a little baby. It was weird. Yeah. What do you think that's supposed to resemble? I mean, I'm assuming the baby is supposed to be the one that they were trying to have that was the devil's whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't know why he's here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I my Jess, what let's go to you first. What what is your thoughts on this scene? Um, I don't I didn't know what the fuck he was, like where he came from, but I was like obviously this has to be some byproduct of Satan. Yeah. And he's I don't know, like obviously he impregnates her. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm gathering, I guess, from like yeah, when she's I mean, holding on to the th- I don't really understand the um biology or how that would work, mm-hmm. but um I'm with you there. It made me think a lot of fucking slither. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got slither written all in my notes that that little thing looks like the the slither worm. The thing that I look at is those tentacles. So when they start pulling in the scene before when they start pulling that out of her stomach, those mm-hmm. tentacles are like going everywhere. And if you look that creature or whatever it's supposed to be, 
those tentacles are coming out of its stomach. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it's supposed to represent like a connection because that thing came out of her stomach. And Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Why I'm was like, her face painted like that? I don't know if that was some sort of ritual for... There's a bunch of this movie that got cut out of it. Okay. This, so it's just weird because it's like she's in this big ballroom type place yes. and then there's this baby thing with the tentacle <laughs> like i don't know right. just an odd scene. i think that's supposed to be like satan's kingdom maybe but then know. there's crosses yeah i don't know i don't mm. have a good that isn't like satan's thing like the upside down crosses i don't know if they were upside down there they were the red that, glowing so. ones and they were regular just right side up which i thought was yeah. weird yeah I didn't, I didn't understand like what the location was supposed to be yeah i mean i get that it's impregnating her right yeah but I don't know. I like wasn't a hundred percent on that because they obviously didn't really show anything. They just showed her like holding onto those tentacles. Right. And I was like, so is it just like a spiritual, like she's all of a sudden pregnant or is it like this thing is actually impregnating <laughs> her? But it was almost comical because the thing looks so like weird goofy. Yeah. It almost looked like a little baby walking around. It was supposed if I remember that, cause if you, we, we should watch that someday with Rob Zombie's commentary on. Like it wasn't scary. It was just like right. almost comical. Well, he was like, sometimes you conjure things up in your brain and then you try to get them on screen mm-hmm. or on film. He's like, can you record it or you do whatever? And he's like, then you go back to edit it and it's not at all what you <laughs> anticipated it being. Um, but at that point, what do you do? Yeah. Well, we should, maybe we could do that as a, uh, a watch party yeah maybe with that the comment with the commentary on yeah. just to hear him talk about it because it's it's pretty good Cause i think i like laughed i was like what the hell is this it thing? looked like a fucking turkey yeah that, he that is what he describes it as he was like and it oh. ends up looking like a turkey with like uh intestinal something or other but yeah that's exactly what he says is it, it ended up that's, looking like a fucking turkey that's fucking funny so yeah i'm with you i think the purpose of that is that it's supposed to be her being impregnated as we see that does happen later so hmm. um yeah i don't know i don't have anything okay else, but <laughs> what are your you you good there everybody yeah good? i think i got all my comments mm-hmm. out i mean it's a big scene so but I don't everyone know. like all of her people around her just assume she's back on drugs right uh yes okay because i know when she left the radio station the one dude was like mad yeah, they all think that she's really, so which is another assume. point is that like nobody around her really understands what's going on because they think she's relapsed on drugs. Right, okay. Uh, which is a good element, I guess, because really, I don't know. Scene seven, Francis checks out the new exhibit. Whitey calls Heidi, checking in on her, asking if he can see her before the Lords of Salem show that evening. On the wall, we see a painting of a girl in a white dress holding leashes, which hold uh, what looks like, again, rats or mice, like I talked about earlier. Heidi declines to see him hanging up the phone. Lacey's still in the apartment, and the fucking apartment is trash. We see Lacey standing up against the wall, and she asks Heidi if she loves uh, Whitey, which I think she doesn't respond, but Francis stops at Heidi's building. Lacey's outside sweeping she stops him from going in she introduces herself as the person who looks after Heidi she invites him into her own apartment as Heidi has stepped out but will return but we see Heidi sitting in her apartment so she's lying we know that Heidi's actually upstairs inside of Lacey's apartment um, Francis starts talking to her friends they discuss children and his own marriage Megan tells him the children are a waste of time except once in a while a special child appears Matthias tells Lacey that he's there to discuss the Lords of Salem with Heidi. That's Francis, by the way. Uh, Lacey gets shitty with him for not minding his own business and coming there to fuck her brains. He's struck by a pan, 
the one the women raid his bag and find the book the end of the american witch which is the book that he's been reading that had uh john hawthorne's diet diary in it not his diet i don't know what the guy ate the women laugh at the book and how it idolizes john hawthorne the women kill him with a pan as heidi wakes up upstairs upstairs the lights in the hallway shake as something snarls behind apartment number five later that night whitey arrives at the apartment to find three women guarding the steps he passes them and they tell him to take care of heidi she means the world to them he knocks on the door heidi's asleep on the couch the lights in her apartment are now glowing red very similar to apartment number five she answers the door but Lacey tells heidi to have him wait outside which he does so this is really where we find out that whitey didn't die in that scene right and that basically all that shit was in her head um again you see more pictures on the wall that are basically the shit she's been seeing as she dreams etc um you strike me as a man that would mind his own business yeah so let's talk about these three <laughs> witches in this scene like what they are witches we can yeah now we know admit that at this point but um why would he go in there i don't know just to talk to them, I guess. I, I, I mean, they seemed harmless if you didn't know any of this. That's true. They're older gals. They see, and I don't think he knew the other two were in there. Um, I still think it would have been a good idea to meet in like a public place. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, when she, so I, this is another question I had, which I didn't catch until this viewing. Do you guys think that Heidi lives in like a rehab recovering apartment complex? Cause Lacey says, I'm the one that takes care of Heidi. So do you think that maybe that's the type of place this was? I actually wondered that because it seemed like she was always checking in with her. Right. And I thought that was really weird. Yeah, so I could was have like, been. This must be something along those lines. Like, what do they call that? Your um, sponsor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't even think anything of it until this viewing. When That's when I caught that she said, I'm the one that takes care of Heidi. So I'm guessing she's in some sort of like, not assisted living, but where they kind of monitor what mm-hmm. you're doing to make sure you don't. Some kind of post-rehab yeah. mm-hmm. facility of some kind. Because I don't think we see anybody else that lives there, do we? No. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. Just her and Lacey. And then um, she makes a comment about how they they're never able to rent out apartment number five for whatever oh. reason and uh, where were they hitting him with the pan because it looked like it was like his stomach the face well they you see him in the face you see his face like getting dented in as they're hitting him i don't know why i didn't see that then like i saw the top when they first hit him yeah and then when they came at him again it looked like they were hitting him somewhere else but did you see his face jess where on the one you watched um, I don't think they showed it when after mm-hmm. she was like really like bludgeoning him, but okay. afterwards they showed him covered up with a sheet and the head was covered in blood. Okay, so, so I that just, must just be... it was like leaking through the sheet, so I assumed it was his head. I wonder if I have the unrated version or something. Yeah, they didn't show. All you saw was like looking up at her hitting with the pan. Uh, you, you watched s- it on Prime. Yeah. Okay. And then he like just said, then you just saw him laying there with a sheet if over him. I weren't mm-hmm. fucking blind. I'd be able to see the DVD or the Blu-ray over there, but I don't know. I, I wonder if I have the unrated version then. Maybe. Because I'm like 99% sure you could see his face like while she was hitting him and it was just like getting oh. progressively worse. Yeah, no, they didn't yeah, show no. that. And it's she was bad. like, and she was like, like after, after she hits him, she's like, damn, that felt good. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Crazy bitch. Oh, I could see Seth doing that. Um, <laughs> then her ass is hanging out on the couch. Yeah, that's the <laughs> other time that it was like, man, she's really messed up. Maybe it, it was, was like halfway out, wasn't it? Like her yeah. pants were like yeah. halfway down. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And she didn't like pull them up either. Like she got up and walked to the door with her ass hanging out. But <laughs> she got priorities, guys. She's growing the devil's baby inside of her. Like she's not worried about her ass hanging out. True. Yeah. yeah. 
And I thought some of the trans- transitions were a little short, like this one from the light shaking, and then like all of a sudden we're like at her apartment. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of almost like there was something missing. I could see that. Yeah, because then the things like snarling, the yeah. lights are then. And, and it just then like it, cuts over real quick. And I'm like, huh. I do like how when it shows her apartment, though, because if you remember at the beginning of the movie, it was still was dimly lit, but it was all white lights. Mm-hmm. And now it's all lit in, lit in, lit in red lights, yeah. which is similar mm-hmm. to what she had seen in apartment number Spooky. five. So did she really see the red lights in apartment number five or has her apartment really been red lit like this the whole time and she's seeing shit? I don't know. I don't know either, man. I don't know. Scene eight, the Lords of Salem. This is a little lengthy, so bear with me. Whitey helps Heidi stumble down the alley, meeting Herman for the show. Herman and Whitey argue over Heidi's current state as she sneaks into the door, locking them out. Inside, we see a crowd watching as the stage lights up white. Lacey and her friends kneel on the stage and preach to Satan about bringing the child into the world. They beg him to come to them. The stage fills behind the women with Margaret and her original six from the coven as Margaret laughs. Horrors of Salem, the blood of their deaths will be the eternity of their resurrection. They speak to Heidi, whom they've been waiting for as she witch, as the witches play the Lords of Salem songs. We see them with their instruments they're on stage playing their song the the uh women this is all women in this theater by the way they begin to undress as the witches had in the beginning of the movie heidi sways back and forth to the music as she also undresses we cut to heidi sitting on an illuminated mock-up of her own bed in the large gold chapel from earlier looking down a gold hallway that resembles the hallway in her apartment that led to apartment number five the witches slowly walk down the hallway toward heidi still playing the music we get a montage of heidi with a t-shirt of the original artist they had in the studio dancing behind her so this was the guy that they had in their studio that they were kind of making fun of she's now riding on a goat wearing this t-shirt and we see margaret laughing with quick snips of a baby barbed to a cross eventually ending on an illuminated cross that says jesus saves as the lords of salem's song comes to an end heidi walks into the into a field of red fire illuminated like trees illuminated by red fire laying down in the middle of all the witches. Margaret explains that Satan took her to the grave so that she would have, so she would become their revelation. Heidi screams as they rub her body and we see blood coming from between her legs. The witches cover her in the blood and themselves in the blood. The baby is born with tentacles like we'd seen earlier in the movie as they hold it in the air cut to a white screen. Lacey and her friends looking up at Heidi who's dressed in a crown and dressed. uh, She's got white eyes. She's standing on the top of a pile of all the dead women from Salem she becomes their version of what I consider the Virgin Mary I guess is what she's supposed to look like cut the Heidi playing with her dog in the park so these are like basically uh, they almost remind me of like home movie shots of Heidi and the dog playing in the park mm-hmm. The movie ends with a news clip of a uh, saying that the janitor fi- found 30-plus dead Salem women. They were all descendants of the original Salem colony. Heidi has been missing and has not been located since attending the event uh, for the Lords of Salem's concert. Holy cow. Okay. Yeah, this is where it got weird for me. Like, Yes. I feel like it transitioned into like a music video. Like a very weird <laughs> music video. It did. It's yeah. very similar to what he did with corpses. There's a bunch of these types of scenes in House of a Thousand Corpses. It's just weird. There's those like men's statues jerking off the dildos and like, yes, I was like, what is happening? Okay. <laughs> I'm with <laughs> you. Like, what is going on? Very confusing. I'm, this is honestly where I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's almost felt like they didn't know how to end the movie. Yeah. It was just visually weird. Like I didn't, I didn't know what to look at. <laughs> you could have cut out 10 minutes Mm. Maybe not 10 minutes, probably five. That whole thing mm-hmm. and 
had a shorter movie with because honestly the ending makes sense up to that point right that's she was that's what they were doing they needed her to have the baby she's Mm -hmm. having the baby Mm -hmm. and now she is there she's dead right he took her to the grave so she's supposed to be dead you have her on top of all the women that they sacrificed Mm -hmm. which they said they were gonna do and because of her they were able to do it they have the baby um, and then what I like about that is like, she's like glowing. Cause remember that they kept showing that pic, that, uh, picture of Jesus like lit up and mm-hmm. glowing. And if you look at that compared to what she looks like, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. So she becomes that basically there. What I said was Virgin Mary. Um, but then like it shows pictures of her playing with her dog. Like that's where her mindset is at. Right. Yeah. Like why not just do that and end it? I don't know. I don't know why they did this. <laughs> Or maybe if you like watched it and posited each of these like things, like maybe that maybe they relate somehow. Well, they I, all relate because it's everything from earlier in the movie. Because you've got the the Satanist guy that they were originally making fun of in the studio. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. He had that's who was on her shirt because they're showing mm-hmm. his music video and he had the white face paint, mm-hmm. which maybe that's where that white oh, face paint came from earlier. But remember she was made, I forget exactly what she said, but she was like really busting his balls about the whole Satan thing um, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The I, goat, yeah. I mean, they have, you have the goat from the earlier <laughs> yeah. thing, why she's riding it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't know. I hate that part. I was like this, I don't know. Like I already couldn't take her seriously a lot and then that happened and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> It's, a, it's almost like they had all these scenes they didn't know what to do with and they're just like oh let's just stick them here at the end randomly together <laughs> so there was supposed to be more movie that they cut and it actually uh sid hag was in it which he plays uh captain spaulding in the corpses movies but um so there was more backstory and there were supposed to be storylines for more of the people in the movie that it was supposed to describe their character arcs more and give you more backstory on those people, but they cut a lot of it. So I'm almost wondering if to the movie's detriment that there's probably more explanation of things we don't know about. Not that they Maybe. would necessarily explain that fucking scene, but <laughs> uh, Jess, what, what are your thoughts on that? I know you said you didn't like it. That's where it lost you, but I, yeah, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I especially didn't like that they just showed the clip of her like with her dog like playing and that's like kind of how it ended other than like the he has like the news like recordings or whatever which I made a note that he really likes to use that type of thing in a lot of his movies right like black and white Mm -hmm. newsreel yeah but I just didn't know what was going on (laughs) Yeah. I felt like that, like you said, there was a lot of stuff crammed in together and it was like not making a lot of sense. Yeah. And if we hadn't yeah. gotten the newsreel explanation, I would have been really mad. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Yeah, I would have been like, hey, what the fuck happened here? Because <laughs> at least yeah. that explains like what actually happened. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, I, I like the, the whole movie video of her and the dog. And I think, because again, I think that's supposed to kind of maybe say like where her mindset ended up at after all of this. Because, again, I don't know that you can't say that this, like, yeah, with the exception of all these sacrificed women or whatever, the 30-plus Salem people at the thing, like, I still think this could all be in her fucking head. It could be. she just went batshit crazy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she even said at one point, if I don't leave this, if I don't leave that apartment, like, I was going to go crazy. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then having the whole drug over or drug relapse thing on top of it, I don't know. I think there's a lot of aspects. Yeah. I agree. That whole five, three, five minute 
goat dancing thing is is odd mm-hmm. um which i think he does a lot in his movies and people just can't get like the white horse in halloween 2 or some of the stuff that happens in corpses um yeah but i mean the white horse wasn't anything like this whatever no. this was <laughs> right but my point is i think that those things are little like for like just you'd say you know this is where i was like what the fuck is going on but when you think about it that was an hour and 30 minutes into the movie and it only lasted for three minutes three to five mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. but yeah we can overlook that stuff i think what a lot of people grasp that and hold like oh my god that movie was so stupid the end what the fucking go- goat dancing thing mm-hmm. but it's like okay it was five minutes of an hour and 40 long like yeah it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense and i don't know what he was trying to go for but nonetheless it's, <laughs> it's not the whole movie but yeah i don't yeah. know i'm probably defending rob zombie too much um all right let's jump over to fun facts with seth oh. fun facts with seth say. sorry uh, you already mentioned this, but there are no digital effects in the film. Damn, dude. It's almost like I know what I'm talking about. I you know. know? <laughs> this is the first film or TV project Sid Haig was ever cut from in his 51 years in the entertainment industry. Isn't that sad? Yeah. I don't know if it ever said in here. I didn't see why they cut him. Um, it was the whole backstory. He was one of the people at the beginning that there was supposed to be more backstory on later characters that they got rid of, uh, probably for time issues, but they found enough time to keep the goat dance. Yes, of course. Uh, according to Sid, uh, the actors were only given the parts of the script that feature their own scenes to prevent any leaks. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in the actual town of Salem. Does it say how much? I think only like a few days were in Salem when the rest of it was shot in California. Uh, I don't remember. I know they shot the whole thing in like 20 days or something. Yeah. It was quick. We should go to Salem. We should. Yeah, we'll do an episode there. We'll call it HMC Goes to Salem. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking creative. Yeah. Uh, Rob Zombie has hinted at this film being a metaphorical and spiritual prequel to his Halloween films. I wonder what he means by that. I don't know. I'm not seeing it, but I'd have to think about it more. Okay. Uh, the goat scene in the film, uh, his name was Noodles. Noodles the goat! <laughs> yeah. I thought this was odd. Goldie Hawn was considered for the role of Margaret Morgan. Oh, I, I can't see that. You could see it? I yeah, know. I could see that. Really? I think she could be like super wicked in a role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay. I guess since I've seen this so many times with the actress that's in it, that it'd be. It's like one of those things where you see it so much, it'd be weird. Mm. But yeah, I guess she's got a weird face, huh? kind of Goldie yeah. Hawn yeah, yeah it looks like it's That's half melted I can see her doing it like I don't know <laughs> I mean, let's be, I, I love Goldie Hawn it's a great gal I'm sure but does she look terrible in that last Santa Claus movie or whatever she's it was called had, she's had some work done yeah but she's gotta be in her 60s or yeah. older oh, yeah. she might be in her 70s uh, footage was shot with Daniel Roebuck as a serial killer being interviewed on TV but Rob Zombie decided to go with clips from old movies featuring characters in masks instead it's all those like TV background oh, things. Okay. Yeah. In Heidi's room, there is a wall art depicting the moon from the 190 film, A Trip to the Moon. 190 what film? Two. 1902. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. You said it's on YouTube? I would imagine you could find it on there. It's hmm. fucking weird. I wonder if that was uh, created just for the movie or if that's like something you could actually buy, like that big wall piece. Yeah, it says uh, it is immediately recognizable as it is the iconic image used in the movie's poster. Ah, there yeah. you go. The original script was bloodier and far more gruesome and had a faster pace. Would you have liked that more? Yes. A faster pace because yes. you said you got a little bored. Yes, it felt really slow to me. Okay. Uh, it was shot in 22 and a half days. 
Not long. The scene inside the church was shot in 10 minutes. Really? That's wow. what That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Rob Zombie imagined the witches as Manson-esque hippies. I got that vibe. Yeah. They were crazy, dude. Real crazy looking. They were naked. 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 Last one. <laughs> uh, Meg Foster described working with Rob Zombie as an experience like no other in his in her career, comparing it to walking through a labyrinth. Damn, Rob Zombie. Yeah. Dude, I tell you what, you don't hear anybody say bad things about working with the guy, though. You can say what you want about his movies, but... Yeah, that's it for fun facts. Fun facts with Seth. Well, the thing is, he's such a like he's such a normal dude, right? Really, he's just you know because he's Rob Zombie, he gets this fucking spooky like. Right. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people think he's arrogant too, but I don't think that he. I, I I don't know him, but I would imagine he's. I don't know. It's the persona he puts off. I don't know. I've just I've watched so many like commentary clips with him and like videos and stuff and i've never felt like that i've always felt like i get the same thing when i like listen to dave roll like i just feel right. like they're super like down to earth when well, i read too where he he has specifically said that he feels bad for people the people on the set because sometimes he knows exactly what he's trying to accomplish but isn't able to communicate it to them so like uh the scene with the, the big scene where they're in the big gold church mm-hmm. or the big gold cathedral or whatever they're in yeah they had three cameras running all at the same time and he was like running between all three of them making sure that things were getting time stamped like how he specifically wanted them and i could you imagine being a camera guy and this fucking guy is just like doing your job for you no but at the same time like if that's you know what i mean like he has to make the movie that he wants to make so like how yeah i don't know it'd yeah. be difficult if you're not able to convey to somebody what you're trying to achieve this is like I'll, I'll do it just move i'll get i'll get it i would never act like that seth yeah. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, shoot. All right, let's do HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scene from the movie? I actually my favorite scene is when she walks into the church and all of a sudden her face is painted that white, like right before she's going up to meet the demon or whatever. I just thought that was a really cool scene and I liked like the organ music, like I know I've heard that in other movies or something, yeah, you know, before. But I just thought that was like filmed really well. I liked that scene. I agree. I like that scene a lot. It gets a little weird toward the end of it, but I like the visually. I like how the church is really because the, the movie's uh, color changes. Right, it's real dark up until that point, and then it's bright. It's mm-hmm. gold. It's red, mm-hmm. and her face is painted white. We don't really know why it's painted white, but we like it. What about you? Favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Um, I liked all the jump scares that were in it. There was probably four or five, mm-hmm. and they were all. I think they were all in the apartment for the most part. Like shadowy type stuff. Yeah, or like when she turned the light on and that witch person was on the counter and like. And you peed a little bit. Yeah. He's like, oh, it dribbled. <laughs> yeah, dribbled, I like those dribbled. scenes because I like that you know jump scare stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are a jump scare guy. But then it lost me with the baby thing and the baby mm. turkey with the. <laughs> <laughs> the baby turkey <laughs> with the little phalanges. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for me, I really like the shots of the city. I think he captured the overall feel of Salem that he was going for because it has a, a really fall vibe to it, which I'm a fall guy, so I really like it. Um, I also like the scenes with the three DJs in the studio and they kind of showed the camaraderie between them. It just reminded me of our podcast, so obviously I like it. And then uh, finally, Seth, I'll cut it out. I'll cut it short here for you, but I don't want you to get upset. This is the witch scenes with the lighting and the atmosphere, how it was all lit. It looked like it was lit by fire. I don't know if it was or not, but it really gave off that creepy vibe of just the whole thing being lit, illuminated by fire. Um, 
and I do like this, the last scene where you see Heidi kind of in her happy place because for the most part she's tortured the whole movie so it's good to see her in a good place at the end of the movie uh, let's take a vote are you guys good with skipping the favorite kill since I can only think of one minus the 38 dead women yeah I couldn't think of any other than yeah. the mass suicide yeah done deal thing you liked mm, thing you liked most about the movie Jess um, I actually said I like the soundtrack <laughs> Um, along with the creepy ass, uh, whatever the trance music was from the Lord of <laughs> Salem, I like that too. <laughs> but um, just like his filming style, like like you said, like the city and I don't know, like th- there were a lot of shots where it looked grungy and stuff, but it was really, it just looked really cool. What about yeah. what about you, Seth? I also said the music because it was cre- that Lords of Salem music was really creepy, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he wrote it or how they came up with it, but John just, Five did the whole soundtrack. He's a his guitar just, player like, from creepy his band. to listen to. Mm. Yeah, yeah, John Five. He's an amazing guy. You should check him out on YouTube. Yeah, and okay. of course I like the jump scares. Of course, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Because I thought all the beasts that they did show, minus the turkey, were pretty. <laughs> Can <laughs> we stop calling it the turkey? <laughs> they were pretty scary looking. <laughs> Yeah, and they were all practical effects, which is cool. Yeah. That they didn't use any CGI. Yeah. Well, now they got that little guy to do that. It's probably a small person. I think so. Uh, for me, the storyline, I think the storyline is really unique compared to his other offerings. Um, I really enjoy stories about the Salem Witch Trials. I think that they're fascinating. Just We kind of already dove into it, but again, I'm kind of a uh, skeptic when it comes to the witchcraft thing. I think it's a lot of, of mental health or undiagnosed mental health from that time, but I do find the, the conversation to be very fascinating. Um, when you get people with different points of view. But uh, again, it's a different movie for Rob Zombie, but you can definitely tell it's him based on his style. What are you, are you doing Like the, the, what are you doing there? Nothing. Okay. Let's <laughs> see if Jess noticed. <laughs> she didn't. Um, I was writing something down. <laughs> but yeah, it, even though it's different from his other movies, you can tell it's a Rob Zombie movie. Um, and then I also like the low budget grit to the movie like Jess was talking about earlier, but again, that's what they were going for. So I think that uh, they accomplished that. Jess, the thing you did not like about the movie? Um, just It was kind of slow, like in the beginning. Like, I didn't think it was like that throughout the whole thing, but I feel like leading up to her kind of being uh, impregnated, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say, um, it was just kind of slow. And um, the other thing was I just couldn't take her seriously a lot of the time. I don't know. Um, I, her acting wasn't terrible, but like I just I didn't think it was as good as like you know, House of a Thousand Corpses and gotcha. earlier earlier stuff. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Seth, thing you did not like about the movie? One thing. That's it. I have a couple. Go ahead. Uh, it was slow for me, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the beginning. Like Jess said, um, I felt like some of the transi- transitions were choppy. Yeah which I didn't like. And I feel like her acting just was not good in this. Mm, and it might've been the writing of it. Yeah. And just the stuff she had to say. It just, I don't know. It felt bad. Hmm. Interesting. And then obviously that last scene. Last like, scene. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like we probably could have just cut that out. I agree with you there on the last yeah. scene. I don't think she did bad though. I'm a little biased, but uh, for me, I said, you can tell the movie is rushed toward the end. Um, I also found some of the visuals a little odd and out of place. Like Seth's talking about that last, that, goat riding dancing scene at the end i just i don't i don't know maybe i need to look further into what it was or i don't know maybe we need to be on an acid trip when we watch that scene i don't know maybe i don't know maybe then it would make sense um 
But again, knowing some of the controversy behind the film and that they had to cut a lot of stuff out of it and they were at a low budget, etc. They didn't really have the money to accomplish mm-hmm. what they were trying to accomplish or what he set out to do. I can kind of overlook it. But uh, Jess, will you watch this movie again? Um, I think I would watch it with you guys or like a group watch, but I probably wouldn't just like pick it out by myself. Not one you just throw on for fun. No. <laughs> Seth, what about you? Uh, I was going to say no, mm-hmm. um, but now that we've talked about it, like I would watch it with you guys just to talk about some of the stuff that we talked about because there's obviously a lot of things I didn't notice sure. when I watched it. So I think the more you watch it, the more you catch and the better it gets. Because the first, the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is awful." Like I would, then, I thought it was awful the first time, but yeah. I would like to like watch it with somebody like who hasn't seen it, okay, and then look at them during that last scene. <laughs> <laughs> just see They'd what be like, what the is. fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I I'd, I'd obviously would I'd watch it quite a bit, so I would definitely watch it. I would like to watch it with you guys and maybe with the commentary on and have him talk about the movie as it's yeah, going. Yeah, that might, mm-hmm. that might cool. give us some more background. You're a background. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do Stabby's ratings. Whoa. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zero. Some movies get fives. At the end, we'll average it out and give you the HMC average Stabby's rating for the movie. We are where you should be going to get your movie ratings. The top of our list, we've got Screaming Psycho with a 4.8. They're tied for first place, followed by The Final Girls, Texas Chainsaw 2003, The Rain the Conjuring, Rob Zombie's Halloween at a 4.7. At the bottom of the list, we have... Ginger Dead Man with a point seven, The Platform with a point nine, and Hellraiser with an average Stabby's rating of one. Seth, my movie for Witchtober, HMC 64, I think. The Lords of Salem, Rob Zombie film, 2012. What do you give this movie? I gave it a 2.8. Okay. Um, like I said, it was slow for me. Her acting just bothered me in this. Like, I didn't really even, like, feel con- like, I didn't feel like I liked her as a character. Mm-hmm. The weird scenes, that last scene really, like, my score might have been a little bit higher, but that kind of, like... That brought it down for you. Brought it down. And there's just some things that weren't clear to me. Like, I have some questions about, you know, what actually happened, was this in her head, whatever. Yeah. So, 2.8. 2.8. I thought you were going to go a lot lower than that. I'm not going to lie. No. No. Interesting. No. We'll watch it again, see if we can get that up for you. I'm a big... I want to say proponent, but that's not the right word. Hmm. Hmm. I'm a big believer that mm. if you feel a movie's score should change, it should change. Unlike our next host, Jess, who does not think you should be allowed to change the score. It's etched in stone once you do it. Is what it fucking is. Okay? Yeah. Jess, my movie, HMC 64, The Lords of Salem, a Rob Zombie film. What do you give this movie? I love uh, my Robbie Zombie, but like this one's not as high up there for me as like Halloween would be. Um, I slotted it. I slotted it. Always. <laughs> right in between uh, Krampus and Skeleton Key with a 3.5. Nice. Which both of those are actually kind of like witchy-ish. That's it's true. funny. Falls between them. But yeah, 3.5. 3.5. What would have gotten your score up a little higher? Seth told us some of his things. What about you? Anything in particular that would have got you to a 4? I, I just think if he could have cleared up uh i don't know there's like some potholes i guess you could say and uh, the slowness gotcha the slowness kills me like if it's in the middle a little bit not so much but when it starts out slow that fucking does it for me okay i you know what i'm with you 
Always. I got your back, dog. <laughs> All right. My movie, The Lords of Salem. I gave it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. A. Hold on. Let's not jump the gun. I enjoyed that he stepped outside of his comfort zone. This isn't a normal Rob Zombie movie, Seth. You got to take that into consideration. The goal was to shoot a low-budget movie, which I think is hard for him to do. Even his concerts are overproduced. There's fucking animatronics going Mm -hmm. everywhere. He's just an over-the-top kind of guy. So to shoot a low-budget film is probably difficult. Okay. When you got a lot of creativity going on in your head, you Mm -hmm. know? It's like me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. the montage is weird. The dancing mm-hmm. thing at the end, it's a little weird. Overall, the storyline, though, as in my opinion, is a really good storyline. Uh, I gave it a 3.9. Okay. Did you think I was going to go higher or lower? I wasn't sure. You were worried. I mean, you picked it, so. That's true. That's true. But hey, anytime I get to talk about a Rob Zombie movie, I get excited. So, yeah, 2.8 for you, 3.5 for Jess, 3.9 for me. Let's jump over quickly to some of those other folks that like to rate movies. Jess, do you want to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus? The Lords of Salem has lots of atmospheric portent, but it's unfortunately short on scares. Seth, do you agree with that? Mm, I thought the scares were decent. That was one of the things you liked about it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I agree either. I'm going to disagree with them just because I don't like them. Rotten, to- rotten Tomatoes. That's what I'm saying, Jess. Season three, they're <laughs> out of here. We're going to find somebody else to take their place. But <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critics, uh, cons- uh, you read the consensus, the scores 46 percent on 65 reviews the critics average rating was 52 percent rotten tomatoes audience 30 percent out of 10,000 reviews uh their average rating is a 2.5 out of 5 or 50 percent imdb gave it a 5.2 out of 10 on 29,000 reviews us the horror movie crew where you should be going to get your movie reviews and ratings we gave it an average of 3.5, whoa, 3.4 out of 5 average stabbies, which is 68%. So we liked it more than all of these other folks. But it fell short of the stamp of approval. Saguden? Didn't make it. <laughs> it was close. It was yeah, close, but close. not quite there. We'll see if we can get Seth's rating up. Maybe we'll get it there. We'll have to do a t-shirt. Stamped. So good. Yeah, you'd think the jerking off dildo thing would have raised my score. but Oh, we didn't talk about that. It was just <laughs> god yeah i don't i don't know i don't it was in that whole montage i don't know i don't know i got nothing for that maybe when we watch the commentary it'll explain it a little more because i made it funny it wasn't they were like brightly colored dildos well i'm sure it had to go (laughs) they were yeah they were red yeah it has to go back to the chapel scene right i guess or that's part of her being impregnated that's what that was supposed to mean i don't know ah dude i don't know Maybe we'll we'll watch the commentary, see yeah. if Rob Zombie gives or anything. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Anything else you guys want to say about the movie The Lords of Salem before we wrap it up? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Nothing. Beautiful. All right, let's jump over to some patron shout-outs. I'll run through them real quick. We appreciate you guys giving us your hard-earned money. If anybody else wants to become a patron, we have a bunch, hours actually, hours of extra bonus content you can get if you're all caught up or if you just want to hear what's going on with the HMC, go to our Patreon account. If you go to our Instagram account, you go to our link tree, you can get right to our patron. There's three tiers and you will get bonus content out the butt. In my opinion, we overload the patron with bonus content. Mm-hmm. We really do. Load them up. Load them up, man. 
Yeah. For a small fee, you can get merch. You can get extra bonus content. You can get Seth doing that weird thing with his <laughs> microphone that we all love to see, <laughs> but you can't see it unless you're a patron. Anyway. Chelsea, thank you for being a patron. D. Cole, Anthony Silva from Porcelain Peak, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin. I promise we're gonna get to your wheel pick. I may cheat and just I say we just do Caitlin's movie next for the wheel pick. Yeah, we probably should. We should probably yeah. do that. The Ashleys, Ashley V and Ashley S. Thank you, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. Michael from the We Love Horror Podcast, and my lovely mother Nana, who was just here last night wearing her super cool Patreon HMC shirt. Was she? Yes, she was. Awesome. It's an awesome shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, our next episode, which will round out Witchtober, is HMC sixty five. We're going to be going a little old school and talking about Hocus Pocus. Yes. Cool. That won't be too scary for you, Seth. You can watch no. that at night with the lights off yeah, instead of fine. during the day with the lights on. I usually watch the movies at night, actually. You just ruined everybody's <laughs> thoughts of actually. how you watch movies. Hmm. Actually. Well, that's all I got. Fine. Jess, you have anything? That was it. You did a great job today. Thank you. I'm excited to talk about Hocus Pocus. Me too. Seth, you did okay. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> We're out of here. Bye. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. Good day, sir. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> I'd like to imagine Jess always thought sexual. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. You got to admit, an hour and 40 minutes for a Rob Zombie movie is pretty good. Yeah. I could have went for three, probably. Yeah, I figured you'd never shut the fuck up. I tried to keep it short. I know you get frustrated Mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. Sorry. Mr. Rambles. I don't ramble. Come on. At least when I say makes logical (laughs) sense and adds to the discussion. Right, Jess? That's right.